welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris Comedy Advice to Fix Your Life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, Mike, who happens to be in the very same building that I am in right now. Mike, why don't you let the audience know you are here or something like that. Go ahead and say hi, Mike. Hey. Hey. Mike, you sound a little bit down, almost like the world is coming to a standstill. We'll get to that, buddy. We also have our very best friend in the whole wide world. Dell is standing in the corner on standby. Dell, let the folks at home know you are real. I'm definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, Dell. I, of course, am Chris, the host of this show. You guys might know me from this podcast at this point, Chris to Chris, which you can share, subscribe to on anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We are there. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh... We're probably there via some sort of smoke signal or sign language at this point. As you know, the world is, uh, it's not doing so good. It's not doing so good. But please, please keep your priorities straight and uh, give us a high high star rating on the the iTunes and the uh, Googles. And, you know, you know, share it. Why not? Why not? You know, we're trying to bring some levity into this world right before we stop doing that. Because this is our last episode for a few weeks. For a few weeks. You know, uh, we do have this this Bambino coming soon. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But we do have a wonderful episode for you, I think. I think it'll be a wonderful episode. We're going to be diving deep into the chaos that is modern 2020. At least in uh, March 2020. We're also going to be talking about Komodo Dragons for some reason. We're going to talk about GameStop, the, the Xbox Series X, the PlayStation 5, which may or may not ever come out. And we're going to answer a lot of wonderful listener questions. It should be a fun time. So as mentioned, as mentioned, this this coronavirus thing doesn't look like it's going to wrap up anytime soon. Schools have officially been closed until May. And the governor says that they might be closed for the rest of the year. The governor, but when I say the governor, I don't mean your governor necessarily. I mean the governor of California. And uh, as... We will get to, there are roughly 40 million people in California, myself being one of them. Proms have been canceled, graduations have been canceled, everything has been canceled. It's like it's Kevin Hart right before the Oscars. Was he going to host the Oscars? I think he was going to host the Oscars. Everyone gets canceled. And I'm not trying to turn this into a COVID-19 show every single week, but let's be real. It would be very disingenuous of me to ignore this big, fat Dumbo in the room, right? Right? You could feel the tension literally in the air. You could just feel it. You walk outside, you know it's there. You go anywhere, you know it's there. And it's not just you. So there's some camaraderie in the whole thing. Everybody is feeling the same thing. It feels weird. feels weird. My job handed me some papers. I'm not kidding. My job handed me some papers to show the cops if and when I get pulled over. Now, I didn't read them thoroughly, but the gist I get is that it says, my job cares more about profits than my well-being. Please let me drive to work. Now, 
I've stated this before, but I'm not really worried about myself. I'm not really worried about myself because I meet all the 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 I check all the boxes of you know I'm young enough, I'm I'm healthy enough. Like uh, this coronavirus shouldn't take me out. If it does, damn, damn. I mean, like, why couldn't I get those kind of uh, those stats when I played the scratchers, when I played the Powerball, yo? Don't take me out. Don't take me out, COVID. I deserve better than that. I'm not worried about me. I care more about my pregnant wife and our baby. Because you don't want a pregnant wife to deal with this. You don't want a newborn baby or any baby, really. I don't want your your baby that's a little older than my baby to be dealing with this at all. Jeez. All right? Uh, Kaiser. Kaiser just told us that I am no longer allowed to go into the hospital with my wife during our appointments. And we have a lot of appointments. We have at least two appointments every single week, and we have for several weeks now. And we had an appointment on Thursday, and I had to wait in the car. I I walked my wife to the the front. There was a a guard in front. They had this uh, yellow police tape kind of uh, thing going on. They had a tent in the front. It's the whole thing. It was the whole thing. My wife went in, and she said, yeah, it was empty in there. It was empty. Like, it, it, it felt weird. It felt weird. As of right now, I'm only allowed to be there during the uh, C-section next week. So that's what we're dealing with right now. I'm not sure where I'm going with this, to be honest. But we're going to figure out. In the meantime. It's just the tip of the week. So in case the uh, uh, first five or six minutes were not clear enough, everything is terrible at the moment, right? Last week, they shut down every single theme park in uh, California, and they delayed every movie. Actually, my wife and I were just watching, uh, I think, what is it called? Uh, Lego Brickmasters. It's a Lego, it's Lego chopped, essentially. Every week, there's this teams going through and building things of, out of Lego. You, are you impressed that I'm saying Lego and not Legos? I've learned to uh, speak in Lego PR because that is the correct way of saying Lego, plurally. Lego, singular, and Lego, plural, is Lego. Anyway, uh, in in the newest episode, we haven't finished it yet, but in the newest episode, they, they have these kids on, and they say, the winners get to go to the brand new Lego theme park that is opening on July 4th of this year. Now, I'm not much of a betting man. I do, like I said, I do play the scratchers every now and then. I do play the Powerball every now and then, especially if there's like a a work, a work pool. But I would say that this Lego theme park is probably not opening on July 4th of 2020. Just a hunch. Just a hunch. Anyway, last week uh, they, they shut down every theme park, laid all the movies, right? This week, Disney pulled Black Widow from the release date of May 1st and said that it will come out one day. You know, maybe. Maybe. Who the fuck knows, right? But uh, this coronavirus thing, it just doesn't seem to be going away, you know? You can ignore it. You can pretend like it's not going to just disappear, but it's, it's just not happening that way. It's sticking around. It's sticking around. Not only is it sticking around, it's multiplying. Regal, Regal Theaters, they announced that they were going to shut down 
all of their theaters. And like a day later, AMC said that they would also be shutting down their theaters. I think they said 12 weeks, which is, you know, roughly three months. Fortunately for me, I work a union job for a company that's on the verge of bankruptcy. So I'm good to go. I'm, I'm good to go. I actually just canceled my AMC movie pass a couple days before they announced that their theaters would be closing with or without me, right? I had, to, I had to call them because those clever sons of bitches made it so that you can only cancel by calling their 800 number and telling somebody in person that you don't want to give them more money. You don't want to. You know, despite whatever disability. Say, what if you were a mute? What if you were a mute person that had, that had an AMC pass, you know? Can you not cancel? I think that's discriminatory, AMC. But, uh... I won't, I won't rake you over the coals too much on that because you seem to be having a lot of problems right now. I, I, had, to, I had to wait like five minutes before I could talk to somebody to cancel. But when the, fi uh, when the, when the call finally started, it was this uh, gay black guy that answered the phone. And the only reason I know this is because uh, when, when the call started, he said, thank you for calling AMC. I'm a gay black dude. How could I help you today? Now I'll say this. At first... This man was not pro-Chris. He was giving me the whole, Sir, I'm going to need you to calm down talk before I had even said anything. You know, I wasn't acting like I was aggravated in any way possible, right? I was being very chill. But he was giving me that whole sir thing, right? But once I told him, like, look, we got a baby coming soon. We're not going to go see any movies. He was all about it. You know, it was refreshing to hear uh, something other than coronavirus, COVID-19, go to hell. He said, oh, oh, congratulations. I am 100% in support of your reason to cancel. So I'm glad I got your approval, Mr. Gay Black Dude. Thank you very much. Uh, we're all very happy to get that approval. Anyway. The point is that nobody knows anything that's about to happen to them right now, which is why you should always know everything that's about to happen. They declare that the, the coronavirus is a worldwide pandemic and suddenly the whole world goes to shit, right? You can't buy toilet paper or water or anything now, right? Nothing, nothing essential. Suddenly we're on this like rationing system and it's, and it's Bernie Sanders' fault. According to my Facebook feed, you know, this is socialism. All these, all these, uh, these Walmart pictures and Target pictures of, and, and grocery store pictures of sold out, sold out shelves. The shelves are sold out. <laughs> these empty shelves. These capitalist shelves. This is Bernie Sanders' fault. The man's not in office, but my God, it's Bernie Sanders' fault. Normally... Normally, this kind of thing, uh, it, it doesn't worry me, right? But like I said, I got a pregnant wife and a newborn baby on the way next week. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. I'm a little concerned, right? I don't want either one of them dealing with this shit. So this week's tip is to plan six months ahead for a worldwide pandemic. Maybe nine months. Hmm? I don't know. Maybe nine. See, my wife and I planned to make this this kid, this little boy. But I'm going to be real. We did not plan for a coronavirus to spike one week before we gave birth to him or before she gave birth to him. I, I can't really take credit for that. 
But that that lack of planning that is our fault. We we clearly should have used our, our our noggin a little bit more. But you know what's done is done, as they say. So this week's tip is to uh, always know when a global virus is about to strike. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call video game corner. Okay, let's see here. Oh, uh, Lego Mario was revealed. It's not a video game. There was some confusion about that at first, but it is not a video game. It looks like a very expensive Lego set that requires batteries. Looks pretty cool. Also looks like maybe something you might want to wait till 2021 to, uh, to release. You know, like a lot of things. You might want to wait a year. You might. Anyway, uh, Nintendo also showed off. They had a, a, an indie Nintendo Direct. They showed off a bunch of indie games that are coming to Switch, and it's really it really sucks because, you know, indie developers they're they kind of live and die by things like the Switch because indie games tend to sell best on the Switch, and there were so many exclusive games that were at least launching first on the Nintendo Switch or or were a console exclusive launch on the Nintendo Switch, and it's just like man, this just isn't the year. This just isn't the year. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Big news was that uh, Microsoft and Sony both broke down their next-gen consoles, which are definitely maybe still coming out this year. I have my doubts. Microsoft invited the guys from Digital Foundry to take a part in Xbox Series X. So we got a lot more footage of the system itself, specifically more footage of the system taken apart. And it's not as big as I thought it was. They they showed it stood up to an Xbox One, an Xbox One X, and uh, yeah, it's not that it's not as big as I thought it was. It's it's a fairly sturdy big system, but different, different. Anyway, Microsoft shows the console to Digital Foundry to say, "Yo, this is dope. This is dope." Blah blah blah. It's like a twenty something mini video. And then on Tuesday, Sony says, "Yo." We are going to do this shit too. Check out our deep dive into the tech of the PS5 on Wednesday. And people started losing their shit. Oh my gosh! The PlayStation 5 is finally getting revealed. Fools. You fools. Wednesday happened, right? This guy, Mark Cerny. He's the guy who designs the PlayStations these days. He gets on stage and he talks to an audience of four people. And when I say an audience of four people, I mean it literally is four people in separate rows pretending to be looking at Mark Cerny. And Mark Cerny is pretending to talk to this audience. And, that, and you know that he's pretending to talk to an audience because he never looks at that audience. He's always looking into the camera, talking in some weird ASMR voice. It's, it's awkward. You shouldn't do it this way. It's the same problem I have with all the late night hosts doing this weird format where they pretend like they're, they're, still, they're still doing their, their little uh, uh, comedy spiel, but there's no audience laughing there there's nothing there so it just it feels awkward it feels forced and that's what mark cerny was doing here anyway mark cerny gets on stage and he says hey everyone actually i'm giving him too much excitement he, he says it more like this hey everyone for the next hour i will speak softly about tech design theory and ultimately 
show you nothing of substance. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of exaggerating. If uh, you actually watched the entire thing through and through, you would have gotten some details. I, of course, didn't because I don't have the patience for uh, that kind of nonsense. So I, I consider it a wash. I consider it a wash. Uh, luckily, I got up late. Like I said, I was able to skip through it. But, uh, yeah, apparently the PS5 is... Uh, I saw a breakdown of it. It's mostly less powerful than the Xbox Series X, except for, like, one or two uh, areas. But for the most part, it's it's less powerful. So I would expect it to be less expensive. And... I expect them to both be very, very, very expensive. So I also kind of expect both of them to have a less powerful equivalent. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, oh, and uh, GameStop. This is important. GameStop is saying that they are quote-unquote essential retail during this pandemic. The, the Verge put up a piece saying... GameStop is instructing its retail employees to keep stores open, even in the face of local authorities who would seek to shut them down over coronavirus-related lockdowns. Here's the quote from uh, uh, GameStop. GameStop is working diligently during this unprecedented time to provide our customers and associates with the safest environment possible. They said... We are, this is, listen to this, we are implementing changes to our retail operations so that we may continue to provide essential products to our customers that allow them to stay connected and provide products that allow businesses and consumers to work remotely. That last part, I want to read that last part to you again, to provide Products that allow business and consumers to work remotely. Who the hell do you think you are fooling, GameStop? Are you out of your fucking mind? Really? Really? What products is GameStop providing to allow businesses and consumers to work remotely? Uh, the only thing I can think of. The only thing I can think of is that GameStop is an imagining this scenario where, you know, Joey McBusiness is talking to Johnny McBusiness and they say, you know what? Microsoft Teams isn't working so good right now. Skype is down. Why don't we get on the old PlayStation 4? Why don't we talk on there? Let's get the headset on. Why don't we do some... Business. Let's do some business with our PlayStation 4s. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they tweeted out, you know, GameStop put out this tweet with uh, like eight bullet points talking about all they're doing to prevent the coronavirus. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to change our hours from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. all the way up until March 29th. We're going to have employees stand six feet away from customers. It's going to be great. No coronavirus at GameStop. Now, I get it. I get it on a few levels here. See, first of all, GameStop has seen the writing on the wall for a few years now. This company 
it's not a question of whether or not GameStop is going to go down. It's a question of when GameStop is going to go down. This company is going to go down. It's going to go down, even though Nintendo's Reggie fils joined the board of directors. Nobody saw this company. Nobody saw a pandemic around the world coming. And this shit is going to kill a lot of businesses, especially a, a struggling business like GameStop. So uh, I'm just going to get it out there right away. Rest in peace, GameStop. Stop fucking over your employees, all right? Can you do that for me? Can you stop fucking over your employees? You know, I don't, I don't even know if we're going to censor this episode. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shooting from the hip. I'm, I'm recording this very late. It's been a very long day. It's been a very long week. And the world is moving so damn fast. It's moving so fast. I, 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 I can't... I can't fully comprehend it. You know, maybe we'll get a couple sensor beeps in there in the beginning. I don't know how we can do this. I don't know how I can prepare people to to hear the the harsh swear words I have in store this week. You know what we haven't talked about in a while? The coronavirus. I gotta say, uh, to be honest, for all of the times that a pandemic could hit, this was a really inconvenient time for me. Kind of feels like you're trying to start a family in an apocalypse scenario like season two of The Walking Dead. Oh, uh, speaking of weird shit, speaking of weird shit, the, the Republicans, listen to this, the Republicans are probably going to win big in 2020. How about some political talk for you, huh? Democrats are pretty much uh, running with Joe Biden at this point, right? I think that's clear. I think that's clear. Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee for the 2020 election. A senile old man that has honestly no business running a country. No business. I just saw him talking, trying to, he put out a video trying to win over young voters by really saying nothing. By saying nothing. And I think it was BBC or some channel uh, had extra footage after he had finished his speech. And I shit you not, Joe Biden just turns off. Like, his brain just stops. The dude has lost it. Like, he's just staring blankly. And then his wife comes over like she's his caretaker. And it's it's very disheartening to see. It's very sad. And I don't say that with any joy or, or levity. The dude has lost it. So, whoever Joe Biden runs with as VP, that's who you're voting for at this point. Reagan lost it. I don't know if you've uh, known anything about Reagan, especially his second term, but Reagan lost it during uh, his time in the White House. And if Joe Biden manages to squeak in a win, if he manages to pull that off, and it's only because of, honestly, he's not a good candidate anymore. Like Joe Biden four years ago was much sharper than Joe Biden in 2020. The dude was much much more on it back then. He's not there anymore. So we're, we're pretty much voting for his VP. And he's going up against an incumbent Trump. And Trump has his hands full too. Don't get me wrong. This, uh, this COVID-19 shit is no joke. It's no joke. And Trump, 
let's be real. Trump is not a good president. He's not a bright man. But he is able to finish a sentence better than 2020 Biden, right? On top of that, the Republicans are suddenly acting like populists during this crisis. It's very smart. You know, they're, they're supporting paid leave and, and supporting sending checks to Americans to people, people from uh, going homeless, right? I don't know if it's going to work, but it's better than nothing, right? I, I assume so. The Democrats are acting as useless as ever. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, they said, nah, we have to, we have to means test this shit. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. Who's paying these motherfuckers? You know what? I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't want to talk too political. But I don't want to act apolitical either because I'm not. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of the Republicans. I'm not a fan of the Democrats. They can all suck it. They can all go to hell. You know, that, that might be harsh. I don't wish eternal damnation on any of you. But I'm not a big fan of a lot of you, right? Like Mitch McConnell. I don't wish him to go to hell. But I think if anybody's going to hell, it's probably Mitch McConnell. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've gotten a little too political. And I don't know where I'm going with it. I think we, I think we have some important news to discuss. <laughs> All right, let's see what happened this week. Oh, uh, apparently Komodo dragons can clone themselves. That's not corona-related, right? The the Chattanooga Zoo in Tennessee confirmed through DNA testing that their female Komodo dragon named Charlie. Charlie laid three fertilized eggs without the intervention of a male. And by intervention, I mean... uh, intercourse it's called a parth parthenogenesis parthenogenesis and according to scientific american only 70 backboned species can do it and people are not one of those species the way it works is that an egg gets fertilized by another egg instead of a sperm spoiler that's how uh sex works but honestly i'm pretty i'm pretty confused by the whole thing because i was always told that females can only make other females they can only produce girls they can only produce the x chromosome with their eggs but komodo charlie over here just had three sons with her three eggs so dragons either don't play by the same genetic rules as human beings or Somebody is lying to me because the uh, the thing I've been told throughout my life is that at least with people, the male, the sperm is what decides the sex of the human baby. So uh, if the like, back in the day, queens used to get beheaded if they couldn't produce a male son. But it turns out it was those uh, king sperm that was making girls. So, you know, it was on them. Those, those queens died for nothing. Either way, either way. I'm not happy about this news because it only reinforces that this, uh, this idea that this Komodo dragon don't need no man, right? You know, and maybe she don't, but I just feel like it's a little propagandish, right? 
don't know. I, I bet those dragons don't even know about this coronavirus nonsense. We're back there, you know? We're back there. We're going to be taking a, a break from this show for a few weeks while I teach my, my newborn son how to ride a bike and put on a uh, mask. And I'm hoping that this nonsense is contained by the time we get back. But as my good friend Al Borland would say, I don't think so, Tim. At the very least, I'd like to see uh, grocery stores that have not been raided to death. I don't know. At least most of you guys are, are finally washing your fucking hands by now, right? That's been an improvement. I've finally seen people washing their hands and not just washing them, washing them thoroughly. But, you know, other than that, I think this, uh, this, this whole pandemic thing was a really bad idea. You know, I don't know who, who thought of it here, but it was a bad idea. You know, here's hoping we get our shit together soon. We can only hope, right? Hey, Del, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. All right, this is where we're really going to shine. We have some wonderful, wonderful questions with a lot of variety this week, and I'm really looking forward to answering them. First question comes from one of our favorites here, uh, Mr. Ken. Ken asks, would you be going on Facebook Live for the birth of your child? Ken, probably not. The, the signal is really bad at Kaiser. Before they banned me from going there, I was able to spend many an hour just dicking around on my phone, just waiting for my wife to be done with her appointments and whatnot, because even though I was allowed to take her in, especially to the uh, stress test, they wouldn't actually let the men in. So, you know... I, I got to fully experience how bad the signal is at Verizon or at uh, Kaiser. So I doubt it would even be worth it for you guys to uh, see this blurry pixelated thing that's going to constantly freeze. And, you know, world is uh, in shambles, so probably not. However, as long as they don't prevent me from, uh, from doing so, I'm going to record as much as possible. So I probably will chop that into some kind of video when I do get the chance. Thanks for the question. Nick asks a question. A new challenger approaches. Actually, an old familiar challenger approaches. I think the last time we spoke, Nick, it was about otters. It was a weasel or otter. And I want to say otters. Nick asks, will jumping into a vat filled with lasers and lemmings cure COVID-19? Nick, as far as cures are concerned, I think this is the best idea I've heard so far. For those that do not know, if you're not in the know, I made an animated video on this concept years ago. I think, uh, I think Nick is onto something here. It was my, my Laser Lemming uh, song or, or, or Laser Lemming show intro. And, you know, the, the song is whatever. Uh, the animation is, you know, whatever, whatever. I put a lot of work into it, okay? I put a lot of work to it, into it, and I, I'm, I'm very proud of it. And I'll just give you a gist of the song. You know, this is just me just kind of saying it like uh, William Shatner would say an album. Can you imagine buying a William Shatner album just listening to that dude pretend like what he's doing is music? I don't know. Anyway, point is it goes, from, from my memory, the song goes, There once was a man on the verge to cure cancer, but he was opposed by evil Dr. Manser. He fell in a vat full of lasers and lemmings, making him into Laser Lemming, 
Laser Lemming. Laser Lemming. Go. 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 Go, Laser Lemming. Go. Just imagine William Shatner singing that. Anyway, I, I think I'll link the video on our website, uploaded.com, for those that don't know. Let me know in the comments if you think this uh, Laser Lemming vat idea will help. Thanks for the question, Nick. Really appreciate that. Do it more often, please, you know, whenever we come back. Devin asks, can you ask Yilly to say hi to me? First of all, Devin, I am not a smoker, but it is asinine for Disney to pretend that smokers do not exist. Wait, what are we talking about? Oh, oh, Yilly. Yilly! Yilly! Could you please say hi to Devin? And if you think of it, Please let him know your thoughts on smoking in Disney films. That would be great. Gareth asks, hey, Gareth, long time no see. Gareth asks, who do you think would win in a fight between Godzilla and the coronavirus? Gareth, I looked it up. I looked it up. According to GodzillaMovies.com, Godzilla is at least 250 million years old. It's pretty old. That means he is a prime target for the coronavirus because, as you know, the coronavirus attacks the old. And 250 million years is pretty old. I hate to say it, but I think Godzilla should probably sit that fight out because Godzilla would probably lose. He's older than Mel Brooks, and Mel Brooks is a prime target for the coronavirus. Thanks for the question, Gareth. Yilly asks... What is a quarantine? Is it like a valentine? Illy, a quarantine is exactly like a valentine, except you are required to have six feet between you and your quarantine. It's not as romantic, but it's a lot safer. Thanks for the question, Illy. Ken asks, please ask Yilly to say howdy to Devin. Yilly! Yelly, you're popular this week. Yelly, you know who likes to say howdy? Woody from Toy Story. Right after he takes a long drag from a Marlboro cigarette. He says, Howdy, partner. You like my Woody impression? I nailed the Tom Hanks without the corona. Rest, oh, I was going to say rest in peace, Tom Hanks. Get well soon, Tom Hanks. Get well soon, Idris Elba. And, you know, get well soon, thousands of non-celebrities that have been affected, afflicted, or had family members killed by this. Man, the world isn't shit. Yo. Colos Dolos asks, by any chance, did Mike start all this? Well, I sure hope not, Colos. Because Mike has been sitting in our studio Every single week. And if that son of a bitch endangered my family, I think I might just have to kill him. You know? And then cover the walls and the floors with plastic just to, just to cut him up. And drop his body in the harbor like Dexter. You know, before the show became awful. First, uh, I want to say first four seasons of Dexter. First four seasons of Dexter are really good. And that's up for debate. Some people say, oh, the first two seasons, uh, first two and then four, first three. First four seasons of Dexter are really good. And then the, the show really goes off the rails in a bad way. So uh, watch the first four seasons of Dexter. At least the first two. You'll really dig it. Devin asks, what does Dell actually do? 
That's a great question, Devin. Dell Dell performs various best friends duties, right? Like uh like keeping that corner warm and and letting us know that he's definitely a real person in the room because you never know. You never know, especially in this AI driven world. You guys watching Westworld season three? You never know. You never know. Yilly asks, what are the chances that I have in dating another listener to the podcast? Yilly, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to say that your chances are 100%. 100%. I just, I just have that feeling. But you've given me a great idea, Yilly. Because I think that we should start some kind of Chris to Chris dating show on this show. Mike, we got some time off coming, right? So I'm going to need you to throw together some kind of dating show segment before we come back. So I uh, just, just do it. No questions asked, no interruptions, no bullshit. Thank you. Thank you. Ken asks, can you do a podcast without talking about the coronavirus? Ken I am proud to say that we have actually done over 70 episodes of Chris to Chris without mentioning the coronavirus one time. I think that's impressive on its own. And I think we could do it again one day. But probably not until the world gets its act together. Because like I said, it's just disingenuous. It's just weird for me to pretend like it's just not something that's happening. At least not in a a long format show like this. You know, if I was doing like a, a few minutes here and there... It's not that weird, but at least in the life I'm living right now, it, it's just kind of weird for me to pretend like it's not there. So I, I try not to, to overstress it. I try not to get too negative, uh, but I don't want to pretend like it's not happening. You know what I mean? Thanks for the question. Devin asks, you mentioned something about Taco Bell in last week's episode. Do you have any stories regarding Taco Bell? All right. Last week. Thank you, Devin, for the question, by the way. Last week, I gave you guys the long and short of it. I'm not sure if I've ever talked about this in detail, but I'm about to, all right? The the scene is fifth grade. Fifth grade Chris, okay? That would put me in the range of about 10, 10 years old because my birthday is in the summer, meaning every year I came back to school a year older. So ten, fifth grade, I'd, I'd be about 10 years old. And... We were in this music class. We had a music class that was separate from the actual main class you were in. You were in fifth grade once. You get the idea. So we had this music class, and the whole thing that was going on during this part of the year was that our music class was going to go to this, uh, this music concert of sorts with all these other schools, and we were all going to perform a song or songs uh, against these other uh, schools. And we were going to sing two songs. I think uh, one of them was Terminator 2. Uh, something about Jesus could be your Terminator 2. And then there was the fun song we were going to sing, which was Pizza, Pizza, Pizza if you please. Lots of mozzarella anchovies and matzo balls and blah, 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 whatever they were singing. So uh, I think we had two songs. And... Before we we went to go to this thing, this was after school. I don't know if this was, a, I think it was a Thursday night. I want to say it was a Thursday night this was planned for. And my mom says, yo, 
we're going to go to Taco Bell. I don't got time to make y'all dinner. We're going to go to Taco Bell. We're going to get some food. Cool. I like Taco Bell, right? You know, what the hell do I know? This is this is California in the the mid-90s, early mid, early mid-90s, right? I haven't been introduced to the, the really good Mexican food yet, right? Taco Bell doesn't even qualify. It's not even on the radar of Mexican food, right? Anyway, ignorance is bliss, or so I thought. So get some Taco Bell, bring it home. I chow down. I don't know what they did to that Taco Bell or what they did to my Taco Bell. But if I actually knew, I might break a motherfucker's neck. Because it whatever they did was ungodly. It was inhumane. Because I straight got legit food poisoning right before this music show. And, uh, you know, I can start to feel it as uh, as we're getting there. I'm starting to feel something in my stomach. Like, yo, something doesn't feel quite right. But it's one of those things where it escalates. It escalates. And we get there and we get to practice. They let us do a little practice round before the actual show starts, before everybody in the audience shows up. And we get to do a practice. There's this woman on the piano. Uh, she's doing the piano for everybody, right? Anyway. By this point, by the time we're getting to practice, I'm starting to feel pretty damn bad. And we start singing, our, I don't know, I think we're singing pizza. Singing pizza, pizza, and I'm thinking pizza, 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 if you please. And it's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling, and I'm dying. I'm dying. My guts are wrenching. And you know, when your guts are wrenching, it can go one of two ways. And this way it happened to go was up. So it's pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> and I apologize if you're listening with headphones right now, but you get the idea. You really get the idea now. I vomited. I vomited during the practice. There's probably over 100 people in the room. You know, a little bit of the audience, the, all the kids, the, the people that work there. And most importantly, this poor piano player woman. I'm, uh, I'm first or second row here. And I want to say first row. I vomit onto the floor, and I'm fairly close to this piano woman. So some of that vomit, rest her soul. I'm assuming she's still alive, but God bless her soul. Some of that vomit bounces off of the floor, hits her on the ankle sock, and she keeps playing. She keeps playing like she hasn't just been afflicted with my 10-year-old vomit. And I said, I don't feel so good. <laughs> I said to my mom, I don't feel so good. I go into the bathroom. I vomit some more. And I go home, you know? I didn't get to be there for the rest of that show. And they, you know, I don't, I'm assuming we didn't win the contest because they didn't have my beautiful singing voice. And, you know, it was a whole thing. I, I, I straight up had real food poisoning. I was not feeling good after the fact either. I wasn't feeling good the next day. I didn't go to school the next day. And the real thing I was really disappointed about because the next day was going to, it was a Friday. And the big treat for us as a class was that we got to watch the Alamo starring John Wayne Gacy. I don't know if it was the Gacy, but it was a John Wayne. John Marion Wayne. We got to watch Alamo because we had been studying about the Alamo during the history portion of our class. 
And I was really looking forward to that, you know? Movie and popcorn. And my mom, uh, she felt bad for me, so she rented the Alamo on tape. And the Alamo, turns out, is a very boring movie for a 10-year-old. They eventually made a much more uh, exciting movie about the Alamo uh, many years later. But uh, my mom let me rent that movie. And she came back. uh, I don't know if she was teaching at the school at that time or not. I don't think so. But she picked up my brother from school, I think. And she came back. My class had all written cards for me, like get well soon cards. And, you know, that, that made me feel a little bit better. I got to watch the Alamo at home by myself. And I might have made some popcorn, you know, some Act 2, some microwave popcorn. And I uh, watched the Alamo and read some cards. You know, people drew me pictures. It was nice. It was nice. But I did swear off Taco Bell for many years after that. And ever since then, to be real, I only eat Taco Bell out of some sort of absolute necessity. Like, there is nothing else. There is nothing else. I like real Mexican food. I like spicy food. And I don't have anything to prove to you sons of bitches. But I like I like good shit, right? I like good shit. That's the point. Thanks for the question, Devin. I, I really went thorough on that, but I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Ken asks, how is Devin feeling? Ken, Devin is doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. At least that's, uh, that's how I assume. I assume Devin is doing fantastic. I mean gotta assume the best I mean, t- times are going great my dad just called me up uh before this uh podcast uh, started being recorded he said how you doing i said hell in a handbasket, dad how you doing stuff's not going good Devin, how you feeling right now how you feeling are you up to are you up to smoking a black and mild with mulan later does that reference make any sense i don't know Thanks for the question, Ken. Ken asks one more question. He says, will asking this question screw things up? Ken, no. Uh, Asking this question will not screw things up, but this is the only time that applies. Any other time you ask that question, it will, in fact, screw things up. Uh, If if you ask it again, the the whole system falls apart. Oh, we also have a question from uh, Disco Ballman. Disco Ballman asks, where have I been? Talking about himself. Disco ball man, uh, I don't know. I assume you've been uh, saving discos everywhere. Maybe sanitizing them. Thanks for the questions. Guys, as always, you can ask us a question on our Facebook page, on our Twitter page, on our Instagram page, on our website. Up and loaded. U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. And if you're going to our website, just add a .com to the end of that sucker. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, guys... We, you know, I was about to wrap it up early. You know, what's a what's a forty five minute show, forty eight minute show without a, a little extra nonsense? Uh, we we do like to do a poll, and every now and then we get some votes. We need to get more votes. You know, we need to get more votes. Uh, last week we asked on our Twitter, uh, "Hey, you know, are you getting some water?" All of you guys said they found water on Mars. Find it there. Find it there. You don't care. You don't care. This week's poll, or this these next few weeks, our poll asks. What's your favorite movie about the apocalypse? I think we'll put that one on our Facebook. Remember, that's at Up and Loaded. Follow us. Tell your friends to follow us. And remember, you know, if your mom or your dad's phone is just kind of hanging around and they have a Facebook account, Twitter account, I'm not encouraging you to do this, but if you were to pull up Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D, 
And, you know, hit the follow button, hit the like button. I don't see any harm. I don't see any harm. You know, they get to they get to enjoy our uh, various jokes and whatnot. Anyway, guys, like I said, we're about to take a bit of a break. But next time you hear my voice, at least in a podcast format, we're going to stay engaged on social media. But next time you... Uh, see episode 77 or hear episode 77 we tend to do this more on the audio side next time you hear an episode 77 of chris to chris i should be uh, officially legally considered a father so yeah things things should be getting exciting excited exciting whatever things should be getting shooken up even more than they are all around the world so look out for that guys i want you to know that you are the lifeblood of this show. You know, I am the, I guess I, I, I consider myself the the heart then, if you are the blood. But uh, you, your your support and your interactions and all that, it, it, they really do sincerely mean the world to me. And I appreciate you guys so much. So thank you very much for listening. And of course, you know, don't forget to uh, like us and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Instant Graham Cracker. And, you know, let your parents and friends do the same when they're not looking so... Guys, this has been episode 76 of Chris to Chris. Stay safe out there. Be good to each other. And uh, do me a favor. Enjoy your weekend. Or else.